0: This is The 12-foot giant Inferno pumpkin skeleton will blaze bright in your yard as the biggest, baddest pumpkin on the block. This horrifying hulk provides larger-than-life chills, towering over twice the size of your average guest. Its enormous ribcage glows brightly with a realistic flame effect. Looming large, its rotten head is straight out of a nightmare pumpkin patch. With glowing, lifelike eyes that look down on you with diabolical disdain. Its burning mouth is full of fire, flame, and flicker. This soaring skeleton has posable arms and spooky, sculptural details. Its bones mimic putrid vines twisting high up in the night sky, and its mammoth hands reach and yearn for unsuspecting guests. This behemoth comes with strong tethers and stakes for quick setup and takedown. You'll scare your neighbors out of their gourds with the 12-foot giant Inferno pumpkin skeleton. Happy Halloween. And thanks for shopping at the Home Depot. Oh, it's over! It's You have to be willing to rewatch a movie. Oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! Quick quick quick. He's gonna aggregate the Lillard Long Range 3. Oh! A, their defense is atrocious. I'm sort of the rock star. Right on
1: the cowboy. People. People. Tiso, Tiso is
0: the official watch of the NBA.
1: Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel
2: about aggregation.
0: I'm oddly I'm intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love the you know,
2: player. There it comes a dunk. Shut up and listen. You think you're better than me? <laughs> Back to
1: Swish FM, Chris Mendelkine, Ben Craw, Brandon Lizzie, aka Whammy. Boys and girls, the NBA season is back. Happy opening night, kicking things off Tuesday with Lakers, Nuggets, and Suns. Warriors. Ben Whammy, how fired up are we for this season opener?
3: So fired up. Yeah, I might actually be going to a a bar to watch these the opening night games at a Stop. bar with a with a friend. A friend? I am that fired up. Yeah, this is something I really haven't done
1: before. Is this a neighborhood friend? Someone you you've you've met? It's a it's is a neighborhood friend.
0: A, we're fucked if we see a helicopter. We're fucked if we see SWAT. We see a cruiser. Stop. Take out the engine blocks. Keep moving. No one needs to get hurt. Now these guys like to test you though. They want to get hurt for ten dollars an hour. Don't get in the way. Let's go. Do you shoot
1: baskets
3: together? Uh, we have not shot baskets together yet, but it's a whole that other might be—you
1: know—if because that's a development for you. If opening yeah, night goes
3: well one. at the bar, uh, maybe we can progress to you know wow. in-person basket shooting. But <sighs> I don't want to take things back. too quickly, so we'll see how yeah, things go. But I'll keep everyone posted.
2: But, uh, nice. Casual. Yeah. yeah. Folks, Let's keep we're forty-year-old men. We don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Yep. Life Um, has a way of paring down our activities. And we're proud of Ben. I went to a Halloween party for adults over the weekend. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Costume? I didn't wear a costume, but everybody wore a costume. And they actually printed out, like, wanted posters of everybody who was coming to the party and, like, hung them up. Black and white, not color. Wow. And then the guy at the house was a DJ. And at like 9.40, he was like, listen, I'm going to start DJing like pretty hard
0: here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And he did. A hard DJ. Um, We're about, we're like, our kids are the same age as these folks in the neighborhood, but we're about five, six years older than everybody, mm -hmm. you know, because we had kids on East Coast time Mm -hmm. and we're back here in Ohio. Um, but I will. This is what I'm mo- the most proud of. Is two things have come of my um, communication uh, and self improvement over the past couple years. Number one, uh, Kelly wanted to do a tarot reading. Hmm. I explained to her that I was having a good time at the party, and the tarot reading would make me have a bad time at the party. Wait, sorry, the tarot and
3: reading was at the party.
2: Yeah, this was a party a with reading.
3: a a hard DJ and tarot yep. reading and costumes. Yep.
2: yep. Was yep. this
3: organized by a school? How does it like I don't, know. Is... I don't
2: I don't know how people put this together. Their kids wow. went away for the evening yeah. and they had like full he was Beetlejuice, his wife was Lydia, Dietz. Oh my goodness. Um it was a very intense party. And wow. so but but I was like, Hell you know, I won't have a good time if we do this tarot thing. And she was like, Oh, we don't have to do it. So we didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And then she asked to leave the party before I did.
0: That's a wrap.
2: Well, wait, what? Yeah. She was like, we should she had go. Enough. She was like, we should go, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess I could go. Um, hmm. That's great. That's great. I will go Cause normally, was it, yeah.
3: is was the DJing too hard, or was it Tarot card um, disappointment related? You know, I'm not. Sure I want to be really clear.
2: A big thank you to the, we'll call them the Gunderson family for putting on this party. You guys did a great job. Shout out the Gunderson, we love them. The DJing was a major factor in, like, lowering the enjoyment of the party, I think, for uh, m- at least my group, my group of people. But it was, um, like, this mostly the fog machine. Have you ever breathed in a fog machine?
3: Wow, yeah. So I bought, we had a pretty big Halloween party uh, last year. But oh. a kids
2: party. Um, okay, yeah, I was like, so invited- you're acting like this is a big development, but here yeah, you're doing yeah, on no. your own. Okay, no, no kids we totally, party. That we makes totally sense. A kids yeah.
3: party because it was kindergarten, and we yep. were like kind of new to the the area, so we wanted to like you know intro our, ourselves to the uh, to the community yep. by throwing a big old party. So I bought a fog machine on Amazon um, yeah. for the first time in my life. Um, but I did not use it inside. I cannot imagine, uh, putting it on inside yeah. of a closed space. That's a horrible idea. I had it out yep. on our porch.
1: Yep. Um, so wait, that doesn't like set off like smoke detectors.
2: Uh, it will, it will. But it, I think uh, that, you know what? I think they prep for that too. I mean, he we, had, we maybe, he, uh, he had like a those... <laughs> light a <couple> yeah. batteries <laughs>
1: loose.
3: Yeah, He, he
2: had like <laughs> yeah. a light rack.
1: He had like, so a, you're in a great, you're in a wow. safe environment there. Yeah, oh, yeah. well. Yeah. We, you thankfully, know. We, thankfully, no one's had anything to to uh, drink or consumed any sort of
2: substances. So you know what else? I'm sure it was very safe and <laughs> it was great. Well, I didn't drink. I don't. I didn't. I wasn't gonna drink. I was like, I gotta wake up tomorrow with the kids. And like, yeah, you know, Kelly sure. drank, and I yeah. I wanted to be just. It just seemed like a bad idea to like get drunk and then have to wake up. <laughs> like that seems like a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. So so um, but yeah, they they also had. Some neighborhood teens out front, and they were in costumes, but they were standing still, and they would scare you when you walked up. And kudos to those teens.
3: Like, pay these? Kids no, to do this. no,
2: so this was this was a really funny line of discussion was it was like, yeah, like oh, I was at this party last year and I had my buddy Ron do this. and like Ron, apparently just is available to like stand out in front of the house and scare people. Yeah, but he wasn't available this year. Ron's a busy so they guy. they asked people and they one couple volunteered their like fifteen, 16 year old kids. They were great. They scared the shit out of me. <laughs> that like it was because you're walking up and you're like, "What's the deal with these two? And
3: they're totally statues things? still. And yeah. Suddenly, and they wow. got
2: and and then later they were like looking through the windows, like just like not moving, like looking through the windows. I was like, I was like, clearly the teens have been killed, and someone <laughs> wow. else is wearing that mask, and we're all gonna die. <laughs> so, wow. wow. But then the guy was like, "I'm gonna start DJing really hard now." <laughs> <laughs> and he did he did, and then and then again, my wife said, "We should go before I did, so get folks, I'll give you my therapist' name. I've grown a lot, uh a <laughs> lot of social anxiety, normally, but yeah. I did great. I was talking. To husbands around the neighborhood. It was wow. great.
1: Well, as usual, uh, <laughs> boys, we got a lot to unpack here today. So we're gonna be yeah, mindful geez. of the time.
3: I don't even know, I don't even remember what we're why we're here. That, uh, Celebrate life, Ben.
1: Yeah. Let's begin let's begin with this. Uh, I know Ben, you know, you requested a minute or two to speak on some very sad news from the last week in the NBA. Over the weekend, the Golden State Warriors released Rudy Gay and Roddy, Rodney Magruder. Uh, Rudy Gay is coming off. Rudy a needs a new home.
3: Who wants them. He played
1: 50, 56 games for yep. the Utah Jazz this past year. He's 37 years old. He averaged five points, two rebounds, and an assist while shooting 38% from the field. In addition to the Jazz, Rudy Gay has played for the Memphis Grizzlies, mm. the Spurs, the Raptors, mm. and the Kings. Over 17 seasons in the NBA, he has averages of 15.8 points, 5.6 rebounds, two assists, and a steal, shooting uh, 48. Forty-five percent from the field, thirty-four percent from three. Benny's a former UConn Husky star. He has played in nineteen playoff games with the Grizzlies and the Spurs. Uh, give us your thoughts here. I, you know, we're all hoping this is not the end of the line for Rudy Gay. But what was running through your head when you heard the news about um, Rudy Gay?
3: Hmm. Yeah, uh I mean mostly shock, uh you know sadness for Rudy, but uh also this is you know a huge opportunity uh for the 29 other NBA teams to to snatch up a very still very valuable and productive uh basketball player. Those numbers don't lie. Uh those stats are uh you know not not easy to come by. Uh yeah. so i'm just waiting for uh, that phone to ring uh and by that phone i mean rudy's phone
2: um and i yep i want to make it clear we're talking directly to all 29 other nba teams right now and we're begging you yeah sign rudy okay swallow your pride pick up the phone give him a call and sign him all season long we're gonna be covering this he's still
1: got a lot
3: left in the tank
2: That's right. Your move.
1: Your move, Sacramento. (laughs) The ball's
2: in your Uh, Your court. The Cavs could use wing help, but, you know.
1: Ben, whammy, today we kick off a tradition like no other on the pod. It's the Swish FM straw poll. Yes. Um, This is where we gauge the NBA award races. We take stock. Uh You know, there's still 82 games remaining in the regular season, but Swish FM here has asked over 1,000 media members and sources to participate in an informal poll that mimics the NBA's postseason awards, the voting process, uh, to make balloting as realistic as possible. There were at least two voters from each of the league's 28 markets, along with a cross-section of national and international reporters. That's correct. Uh, as As with the NBA's official voting at the end of the season, voters are asked to submit a five-player ballot with the following categories: MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year, and Coach of the Year. So let's hop to it, guys. Let's let's begin with the big one, which is the Kia NBA Mm. MVP. A lot of Um, letters. I'm curious. I'm curious what you heard. What what was the feedback you were getting? Let's begin with you, Ben, uh, for this year's NBA MVP.
3: Uh, yeah, Chris, thanks for the opportunity to share. Uh, <laughs> why are you laughing, Wham?
2: Just excited just, to hear what you. I just wanted to yeah, no, I just wanted to, to, yeah. no, yeah. just
3: wanted to uh, thank thank Chris for the for the platform uh, yep. and for the chance mm-hmm. to. Uh, to share the information that I've been gathering, it's all yours. <laughs> that I've been gathering, uh, very painstakingly and and assiduously. Announce the winner first. Right, and then we'll go into well, kind of what heard, we're hearing We've all yeah. heard
1: different things so okay. Yeah, I've is, been hearing a
3: lot yeah, of different yeah. names Sure, and um, will
1: report on what he's heard Wham, you'll report yep. on what Got you've it. heard Yeah,
3: I, yep. I might have a different methodology That's um, right My, right inter- choice. my yep. interviewing Talking to
1: different sources Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: and yeah. also just my <clears> personal <throat> interviewing style You know, when I hop on the That's phone different. You know, I might be doing things a little more differently Than say a Whammy or a Chris That's just me That's how I roll um good. the uh, name that I heard uh more than any other actually is uh okay, is a one uh, Nikola Jokic folks yeah it's wow. it's um wow. he's uh people are saying he's hungry
0: and now you are an NBA champion Nikola how does that feel It's good it's good the job is done we can go home now
3: He's got that that championship ring but he's um he's feeling a little a little slighted after Losing out last year and he wants to nice return nice to guy. that MVP glory land. Um so, Makes total sense. Yeah, Makes he's, total sense. He's uh that's I've been hearing he's he he wants it. Yep. So
1: Whammy, what, what, what kind of feedback did you get here yeah. on the MVP?
2: <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that I I heard a lot of Jokic as well, but I wanna say that the uh I gotta disagree with my sources here. Um mm-hmm. I think the Jokic, you know, kinda got got his cu- kudos with the two MVPs and now the championship. Uh, and if you look, I just don't think this is what happened last year. He should have won the MVP last year, but they sort of the last 10 games of the seasons kind of kept him in the barn for the playoffs. And I think mm-hmm. that's going to happen again. And I think he's not going to win it. And I think there's a lot more the the Embiid narrative was just that it was just, this guy is so good. He's got to win MVP at some point. So they picked last year, not because he was better than Jokic, but because the narrative had been pushing on it for so long. Yeah. But someone like Giannis, someone like Giannis, someone like Embiid, someone like Jokic, voters don't like to vote for them again. Hmm. Like this is what happened to LeBron. LeBron should have won six, seven, eight MVPs, but they don't like to vote for the same guy over and over again. Hmm. Uh, and you're looking at like I, you know, Tatum, Shea, Luca, depending on which one of those three has the most regular season wins they're going to mm. get a lot of buzz and push for mvp uh, and it could even be someone like donovan mitchell but if you look at the vegas odds it's Jokic, Doncic, and Embiid, and tatum curry durant and shea and i think um mm. it's for me it's a three horse race and it won't be this way early in the year but i think it'll come down to Doncic, tatum and shea big thing here is where the footer catch this Shay gets it, spins away, baseline shot. Shea puts it in and walks it off in
0: OKC.
1: Kissing the
2: Blazers. Good night. Wow. Okay, yeah, wow. It's, narr- it's all narrative. It's all yeah. narrative, folks.
3: And that's coming straight from your sources.
2: If, if, if the Thunder win 55 games, sure. is Shea not going to win MVP? You Tall tell order.
1: Yeah. It's, it's certainly in play. What I'm hearing as far as the MVP is something a little different. And okay. This year, which mm-hmm. is what you alluded to there, Whammy, as far as my conversations with league executives. So, we, you know, again, we know the usual names, like you said, Whammy, Jokic, Doncic, Giannis, Embiid, Steph, Durant, LeBron. What my insiders have expressed is a desire for change. Sure. That it's time. So don't be surprised if the Cleveland Cavs emerge as a top one or two seed in the East. Wow. If Donovan Mitchell gets some serious MVP consideration.
2: Really? Yep. yep. One minute gone by in the fourth. let's turn it over. Lavert ahead. Mitchell. Oh, look out! Oh, poster! Donovan Mitchell! So I mean, I buy it. I buy it.
3: I gotta him. be honest with you. I haven't my, been hearing much from uh, from my sources about Donovan. I mean,
1: and but, I'm just I'm just sharing what I've been hearing. Yeah, He's yeah. a guy in my early polling. That's of why league we all do GM's, our own polling. League GMs, yep. agents, executives that many believe he is going to be in serious consideration from an underdog position to win the MVP. He's going to have a sure. shot to lead lead the league in scoring. There's a ton mm-hmm. online with Mitchell and the Cavs. Obviously, if the Cavs are if, they, if they're if they not seriously in the mix as a top-tier playoff squad, that Donovan Mitchell contract extension is going to loom large and haunt, is going to haunt the Cavs. So I expect the team's going to play really well. And I think if they're playing well, it's because Donovan Mitchell is the driving force. So don't be surprised if he is suddenly in the MVP conversation, folks.
2: Now, this is beautiful because this is a, a victor looking at a vanquished foe reaching out his hands and lifting them up, dusting them off and saying good game because the Knicks crushed the Cavs. But I think you and I both believe that the regular season this year is kind of the Cavs' regular season. The moves they made, yeah.
1: You know, we see it all the time in sports. Some, You know, sometimes a team takes some humble pie in the playoffs and then yep. they come back the next season Fired up. and they're... Yeah, fired
2: up. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. And he's are got a contract. He's twenty-seven. Yeah, I'm yep. feeling I'm feeling good him, about what you said.
1: I expect him to play well. To play well. We're gonna move on now to the NBA rookie of the year. I'm curious mm. to know what your sources are saying, what sort of feedback you've got. So whammy, kick us off here. Uh your NBA rookie of the year. What what did you hear in your conversation?
2: Oh boy. Um um I think when Victor Wembanyama nutmeg that guy. He'll race the other way. He oh I think good hands there. I think Samu's got a fingertip on that. Poked it away and then the pass ahead to Whitmore. And Holiday missed the biggest dude on the floor. And then he comes back, tried to block the shot from Vassie and fouled him.
0: If I'm not mistaken, did Wembanyama just nutmeg Reggie Bullock? First, 15. Oh, Hold on! Did did the, 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 the big fella? Oh, are yes. you kidding me? Yes, Shooting
2: two? Yeah, right through the five hole there. That was the end of. <laughs> 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 he could play five games and um, he'll win Rookie of the Years. What I'm hearing, I think, I think that that it's um, it's his it's his award to lose. Hmm. Um, but I will tell you that uh, the the peripheral buzz that i'm hearing is for amen thompson um he has the playing time opportunity he has the versatile skill set he looks to play you know almost all year because they don't have any incentive to tank but um it's victors to lose and i think it's amen thompson sort of dark horsing
1: ben what did you hear this year about uh NBA Rookie of the Year. 82 games in front of us. Anything could happen. Yeah. But who has the lead position right now headed into the season?
3: I heard a lot of interesting things about this one, for sure. Uh, yeah. It's funny that that we that you guys were mentioning uh, Donovan Mitchell's name, uh, because I don't know if you guys remember back when that uh, guy was a rookie. Uh, he was in a, a pretty heated little... A rookie of the year race with a guy by the name of Ben Simmons. Mm. I do remember, and there that. was a little bit of controversy because Ben Simmons—it wasn't actually his first year in the league; it was his second year in the Oops. league, technically, because he sat out his first year due to injury. Vis-a-vis. Which reminds me, which reminds me of well, it's gonna happen. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Huh. So anybody like you, that this year? Can, can anyone think of uh, uh, of someone else who uh, who maybe sat out last year but it's has quite here, a man. bit of hype coming in? I'm obviously talking about Chet Holmgren.
2: The basketball with a lot of pressure on him and the love for Holmgren. How about that connection? Jalen Williams set it up perfectly. Oh, wow. So
3: what I'm hearing wow. from my sources is that there might be yep. a little repeat of that controversy, um, and that rivalry between, you know, the, the official, uh, rookie (laughs) Wembenyama and the, you know, pseudo-technicality asterisk rookie Chet Holmgren. Um, and as we know, Chet does like to mix it up a little bit on social media. So, I think it could get spicy, could be, could be fun. Yep. So, I think that's going to be a very fun little storyline to follow. Uh, and boy, guy, I, I gotta tell you that that Chet guy—he looks pretty good. He looks pretty good he too. Looks pretty you know, good. yeah, he had a pretty yeah. pretty decent
2: preseason. So we'll see, also uh, Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin, also, yep, rookie right. of also the year, the who sat out a year. Oh, you're right. He would obviously wouldn't wouldn't be eligible the... this year. No, 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 and neither shame shamefully neither would Ben Simmons. Ben
3: Simmons, unfortunately, is not eligible.
2: <laughs> we should be putting him up for it. Yeah. <laughs> i think he's earned yeah it.
1: well ben i i'm hearing all the same things yeah uh so wow. folks don't make be sense because we do wow. talk don't, to a lot of the same don't people don't be shocked if you're nba rookie of the year this year is the starting center for the playoff bound mm. oklahoma city thunder 55 wins chet, is
3: that what someone said i heard
1: yeah yeah chet holmgren he's a humongous bundle of joy he's a, shot-blocking a machine. Inside, shot blocking
0: shot the paint
1: He's got confidence in his
2: physicality on
0: the step-back shot. It got rejected by Holgren as he just
2: swallowed up that space on Lillard. Yeah, Lillard's not used to that, you know, obviously.
0: got his seven feet tall, staying down. Lillard's good at drawing. missed
1: all last season, so that means he qualifies as a rookie. League insiders have suggested to me, Ben, through... Our completely confidential off-the-record survey, the straw poll, Ben, which is something that we created, yeah, and we have leveraged. i are not going to reveal my sources. I can't do that. Nope, I can't our, tell can't you. It. With, can't tell you the names of the people I talked to, folks. Yeah, with our incredible volume of contacts, we will our not endless do number it. of resources, yeah. uh, League sources have suggested to me that Chet Holmgren may be the guy that wins that Rookie of the Year trophy ahead of boys like victor or scoot or brandon miller grady dick also Thompson. in the mix grady dick mm. he's Would certainly going to be in the mix yeah but yeah i think chet's gonna have a big impact and i think oklahoma city is gonna be good i think they're gonna be a playoff team it could be a problem and i think with the concern that maybe when won't play more than 50 60 games this year if chet stays healthy and and that team is good which i suspect it will be i think he, it's it's gonna be hard to not give him the award so um yeah that's um again that's what my yep. that's what i'm hearing from my sources it's, Yeah, I'm just as far stuff as the
2: sources are concerned our lips are sealed Yeah, and um i do want to get this out there into the official nba discourse before someone else takes it you guys ever see those giant home depot halloween skeletons Sure, of course, yeah. all over the yeah, place. Sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they're a delight. Yeah. Wembanyama yeah. versus. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went by a, a yard with two of them in there, and I was like, "Oh, it's the oh, the NBA rookie of the year." Yeah, <laughs> but it was just two nine it's foot definitely. tall. They're tall down. and they're skinny. skeleton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just skeleton. It's true. You can see how. It- all right. You get the joke, right? I mean, sure. Yeah, no yeah, issue. Yeah. They're tall. No issue with it's it. Spooky season. Skinny yeah. guys. Made, yep. made
1: total sense. <laughs> we are going to talk about the NBA Defensive Player of the Year. I'll kick mm. us off. Ooh, here uh, we go. I think whammy oh, this weekend.
2: I'm so excited.
1: One of our anonymous insiders, who works at a certain network, sure. Maybe that network is in Bristol, Connecticut. Uh, He dropped, let's say, what we'll call a bomb on X, the social media platform formerly known as Twitter. Sure. Uh, This weekend, we learned that Grizzly's starting center, Stephen Adams, will undergo season-ending knee surgery. Huge bummer. Uh, Yeah, this season, he tried to uh, make it happen with a non-operative rehabilitation, which failed. He had some instability with his knee. So very sad, because we love Stephen Adams. But... I suspect this influenced my anonymous coaches, agents, GMs, assistants, trainers, beat reporters, analysts, high school friends of friends, all of whom participated in the Swish FM preseason poll. Uh, These guys all think the absence of Steven Adams will mean increased pressure and responsibility for Jaron Jackson Jr. to Memphis. And he is going to be a big part of anchoring that defense, protecting the gr- protecting the rim. So Triple J was the overwhelming choice for this year's Defensive Player of the Year mm. on my Straw Paul Conversations. Last year's award, of course, went to former Celtic, now current Grizzly, Marcus Smart. Ben, I know you're a um, big fan. Marcus no. Smart
2: won last year? No, he did not.
1: No, was that two years ago?
2: That was two years ago. Last year was Jaron Jackson Jr. Last Dude. year
1: was Triple J. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. then we're looking at a back-to-back.
2: Back-to-back, to back, 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 maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see folks, won this
1: award a number yeah. of times. He's won gay, it three times, course. right?
2: Wait,
3: wait, Gobert or
1: Gay? <laughs> uh, Rudy Gobert, <laughs>
3: Gobert. I mean, Rudy Gay should have won it. You can see, you folks, me. how
2: we arrive at different. He could win it again this conclusions. Year. We're all we all ask questions differently. We all have a different point of view. We all have different sources. So
1: things happen.
2: I you think Rudy Gay could be works. in the mix this year for Rudy the Gay, award, but only the if phone.
3: one team yeah. is smart enough to sign him. He is available. Ringling a ding ding, ding ding. So I'm hearing his
1: Triple J. Triple J overwhelmingly is going to be the choice this year for hmm. Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, ben, uh, how did your straw poll results shake out? What did you hear from your conversations? What are your League Insiders executives expecting will happen this year with the Defensive Player of the Year?
3: Yeah, it's funny. I guess we must be uh, talking to some, some different folks, Chris, because Whoa. a lot of my insiders were saying, You know, Triple J is is probably the most logical choice, but there's a little bit of voter fatigue, much like our MVP voters. You know how they, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. their... They tire. Their tendencies, yeah. So, I have a feeling that it could be a pretty wide-open race, and there's one little dark horse name uh, that I'd like to throw out there, which is uh, Atlanta Hawks guard DeJounte Murray. Ooh, Um, Yeah, that guy's a real ball hawk. Um I think that, uh, you know, he's got a lot to compensate for with his backcourt partner, um, you know, the diminutive Trey Young. So, he's got a lot, of, a lot of ground to cover out there on the perimeter for Atlanta. And uh, he's got those long arms and quick feet. And I, I think uh, this could be his year. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <clears throat>
2: yeah. I'm surprised. It's certainly possible. I'm surprised that uh, no, no one came back with Chet Holmgren.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I
2: mean, there's obviously he's going to be out there choice. winning yeah. Rookie yeah. of the Year. We're assuming he's blocking a couple shots again.
3: Yama also pretty good at blocking shots. You uh, wonder if
2: the narrative push is for someone like Bam if they come back and have a good regular mm-hmm. season. But then, yeah. of course, the fella who finished second last year was one Yvonne Mobley of mm. the Cleveland Cavaliers. There's a lot of good rim Memphis protectors in the league these days. Yeah, and Mobley starting off the year will not have will not have uh, Jared Allen next to him, so we'll see how that goes for the first couple games. Hmm. But I think I think it's kind of wide open, is what I'm hearing. JJJ is, uh, if anything, a little bit out in front. But I'm I'm hearing a lot of Mobley buzz, hmm. so uh, a lot of buzz that he's going to be covering uh, perimeter players for the Cavs. And wow. uh, that'll help him out And then a lot of buzz that this Jared Allen Absence will help him out So how we'll long, see h-
1: How long is Allen expected to be out for?
2: I don't think it's going to be more than the first 10 games but okay, He's back on the court so he may Even suit up early but With limited minutes hmm. But we want to see what um, It looks like with Mobley at center um, If you're on the Cavs you want to see If he's a long term center because he can't shoot Threes Makes sense. Right. Makes sense. All right, we're going to move on
1: to the NBA Most Improved Player. Mm. Um, one of my
2: favorite
3: awards. One yep. of the
1: best. Is
3: this NBA one uh, is sponsored? Best. I forget.
1: Uh, this is a Kia. Yeah, it's this, a Kia. this is brought to us by Kia. Yeah, yeah the that's NBA. good to know. Kia, Kia Most Improved Player.
3: Kia only uh, picks the best ones. Sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, I can kick us off... Um, with the most improved, it shouldn't come as any surprise, Ben Whammy, that overwhelmingly my league contacts, again, an anonymous group of GMs, coaches, former players, executive at shoe companies, AAU coaches. Agents, yep. to a lot of agents. Talent scouts, dog walkers. <coughs> European scouts.
2: Yep. Yep. Rich Paul my may or may con- Insta- not be... Instagram wags.
1: I'm not going to name mm. names, but yes, my contacts strongly suspect that Cade Cunningham is primed for a huge big breakout year with the Pistons, and they're going to open some eyes, not unlike the way the Thunder flashed a lot of excitement last year with Shea Gilgis-Alexander. So don't be surprised if Cade Cunningham Hmm. playing point guard for the Pistons puts up a LeBron-like line of 20 points per game, six rebounds, six assists per game. He's going to shoot 80-something percent from the line, the big thing for Kate is going to be his three-point shot. If he can stick that with some regularity, watch out—the Pistons could be a bit of a problem. Hmm. Um, what are you guys hearing as far as most improved? What What did your sources indicate to you?
2: A lot of yeah, my uh, oh, go go ahead. Sorry. A lot of the first five minutes or so, it was you know kind of towing the NBA company line, talking about. Michael Bridges. And then when you get them a little bit more relaxed, you get them a little bit more comfortable. They tell you mm-hmm. what they really think.
3: And you got to, you got to, yeah. you know, loosen them you up a little
2: bit. You got to massage it. Fly exactly. Them. It's an art form. It just is. Just like sculpting, you got to chip away everything that's not David. It's more of an and art than get, a science. That's for exactly. sure. Exactly. When you get down to it, deep into the conversation, you're hearing their real feelings. Yeah. The um, tarot
1: card reading.
2: It's, it's like a tarot card reading that I would yep. skip. Uh, because it makes me uncomfortable. But
3: you can't skip it when you're talking. You can't to skip this one when you're insiders. me. When you, yeah. yep. So,
2: but that would be Shadon sharp,
3: folks. Oh, shade, shade, shade
2: on sharp. Wow. NBA most improved player. Here's the reason this, why I
3: drafted him for yep. my fantasy team, folks. The listener Not league. A
2: mystery there. The listener yeah, yeah. league. By the way, tune into the listener league. Listener league going every... great. Yep. Oh, we're gonna get to that. Yep. But uh, yeah. Shadon Sharpe. Are we gonna do a little uh, update at the end? Maybe Listen, Has opinion. the talent and has the opportunity, and frankly has a lower floor than a lot of mm. uh, a lot of other of these folks do. He yeah, did not do a ton. Key. He did not do a ton last year. So if he's putting up 20 points on efficient shooting, mm. um, he's gonna win your NBA 2024 Most Improved Player over some of these bozos who've been in the league for a long time. So shade on sharp.
1: Love it. Uh Ben, what what are you hearing here as far as feedback from most improved player? You talk you talked to plenty of people in the NBA community. What'd uh, you hear?
3: I talked to a lot of people. Um and like you said, Chris, I talked to uh, it's not just the the breadth uh of people, but the depth of people yep. that I talk mm-hmm. to. Um a lot of variety. Everyone as important as a head coach to yeah, a random towel boy who works in the arena. Um, talk to him, I talk to them all, and I listen to them all equally. They're all equal in my mind. Uh, one of the names. So, because of that, uh, you know that that uh, dedication to my craft um, and the sheer number of sources I have. Uh, I, I get some names that are, you know, off the mainstream radar. <laughs> and the yep. one that I was hearing a lot yeah. is a guy that, you know, a lot of people forgot about completely because he hasn't played basketball in several years. Oh, this, yep. That is a one, Jonathan Isaac, who he is He can make
1: improvements. Back incredible. He's
3: healthy. It's if incredible. you If you're... Playing basketball, guess what? That is a vast improvement over not playing basketball. Huge yeah, improvement. I'd say so. And I he is so. planning to play this season for the Orlando Magic. Um, he has every so, intention of playing, folks. Yep. Sounds like uh, you talk about a low floor. It uh, doesn't get much mm. lower than Jonathan's. So <laughs> I have a feeling that he is uh, uh, in the catbird seat for the Kia MIP award.
1: yeah Mm. i mean jonathan could really be a problem he could be a conundrum for the league Mm -hmm. he i mean he's absolute riddle he stuffs (laughs) he stuffs the box score with those blocks Mm. the the assists, the steals the rebounds he's a he's a defensive monster
3: a decent uh free throw um, shooter as well for a big guy mm. Yep. yep got a soft touch all
1: right Let's move on here to the NBA sixth man of the year. What would you hear, Whammy? What, what were your sources telling you about this year's sixth man of the year race? Again, 82 games in front of us, so there's still time. But in the early goings, who has
2: the, the lead in the race? Yeah. So <clears throat> there's some fun names out there. And we had a lot of goofs. We had a lot of laughs talking about maybe Chris Paul on the Warriors. Coming off the bench, wins six man of the year. Maybe Derek White on the Celtics, but we don't know if he's going to start or not. Maybe Kelly Oubre Jr. on the Phillies. Me <laughs> what? Baby, sorry. I just, I just thought it'd be funny to keep going like that. <laughs> but um, you know, again, this everybody's talking quickly. Um, but again, you get a few drinks in people, and you get a little bit deeper, and you don't see this on a lot of the odds makers websites. But this, the Cavs are going to be an award hotbed this year, and I think that Karis LeVert is going to put up wow. the type. Of, yep, Karis. he's going to put up the type of season as the main ball handler and the main scorer on the Cavs second union, a, a team that I believe will be first in the East hmm. to win the six Man of the Year award. So there you go. Karis LeVert. We've seen him score 20 points a game in the NBA. We know he can do it. Yeah. So he's coming off the bench. He's going to have a a unit that has floor spacing. He's going to have the green light to handle the ball and take the shots. And I think he can do it.
1: All right. I'll I'll pick up where you left off because you mentioned one of the the people I was hearing come up a lot was uh, my league sources suggested that Golden State Warriors backup point guard Chris Paul. It's primed for a big year. Uh, CP3, we know this guy, entering his 19th NBA season. He's 38, but he's suddenly being asked to do a lot less here. He's coming off the bench, orchestrating the second unit with Golden State's wings and shooters. I think he's going to feast. He's going to make Jonathan Kaminga look great. Moses Moody is going to start to look like a real NBA player. Wiggins is going to be cutting to the rim and catching CP3 lobs. My league sources have spoken, and this year's six-man voting is leaning CP3 right now. Ben, wow. what, what are you hearing?
3: Um, yeah, the people that I've been talking to, uh, you know, they of course they acknowledge CP3 is a kind of a, a favorite. Um, sure. Uh, wouldn't it be funny if, uh, if you know, this this you know NBA legend, uh, multi-time All-Star, All-NBA, got a six-man of uh, uh, the year award to add to his uh, resume of accolades Um but another name that I'll throw out there uh, that I've been hearing a lot of buzz about is second year Detroit Piston guard Jaden Ivy. wow Whoa. how fun would that be oh, wouldn't that be smokes. fun yeah wouldn't that be great well, wouldn't that be winning. a blast and a then ball then he's winning most great. improved
2: if yeah. You get six man, yeah
3: could get both there's okay. no reason there's no there's no rule saying you can't win both um yeah, he, uh, he had a, a bit of a mixed rookie year, but uh, now with Cade back healthy, I feel like the, the team has a lot more cohesion and, uh, and chemistry, and he'll be running that second unit in Detroit when Cade's on the bench. Uh, so I'm expecting a lot of big things from Jaden this year.
1: Amazing. Very fun. Yeah. All right, we're going to move now, on to wait, the... Wait, Chris, before
2: yeah. we go, mm-hmm. what's the vibe on quickly in, in, uh, in uh, the land of New York?
1: The big thing with quickly that uh, I I hear about from the Knicks and friends sure. is the is the extension. Okay, the fact that he has not signed an extension with the Knicks, there's a lot mm. of like, what does this mean? Well, uh, I would think
2: it would mean that he's going to ball out this year, bet on himself, and could. cash in.
1: It could, it could, it could also mean that he is going to be traded.
2: Mm. Oh, Oh,
1: because, uh, I guess the, uh, rules stipulate, pill, Yeah. Basically, if you sign an extension, I I, be, I think basically if he signs an extension now, he's not eligible to be traded in the next like 18 months or something like well, that. It's not,
2: it's not, I believe that it is. If you sign an extension now, your cap number is not 4 million, whatever his number is now. It's the last year of his contract extension averaged with this current year's salary so he has a much higher cap number to be traded you can't just have a guy sign an extension ship him off at four million a year because it prevents prevents teams who are very in a you know in a tough cap spot from trading for a guy with a low salary at a low cap number and getting more benefit than you otherwise would Hmm.
1: so i expect quickly to have a great year um but I'm kind of curious what his standing with the team is. Uh, Interesting. Because it, if, if he doesn't sign a contract extension, that to me indicates <clears throat> that the team is prioritizing him in a trade for someone because they brought in Dante DiVincenzo. They have Quentin Grimes, who they love, and who, who starts at, at the shooting guard position. So to me... That's it feels like they have three guys for two spots. Interesting. And 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 if you give me truth serum, I think that they brought in DiVincenzo to be a cheaper version of one of Quickly or Grimes. Interesting. So um I don't know. I'm very curious. I mean, I think he's a great player. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna have a big year statistically. I'm just curious if his long term future is with the Knicks. I love the guy. I love the guy. I hope he stays. Amazing, but I don't know. Yeah, um, hmm. coach of the year. What'd you guys hear?
3: Um, so I, I I heard a name. Well, I've heard lots of names. Uh, lots of coaches I mean, out we, there. We all
1: hear a lot all of, all names. Sorts of names. A lot oh of things around. The
3: boys talk. Yeah, and sometimes it's hard to you know parse real information from right. rumor and you know here's
1: that I, I say slow down slow down you guys are talking yeah, too, hold on. too many yeah. names yeah, yeah. Names. i'm looking for one name
3: yeah, you yeah. One. give me the real one i don't want all the all the all the bullshit you know gotta cut through all that um so and don't
1: forget about this guy and this guy could be really uh, good. Gotta, and this gotta, guy's gotta, doing a great job get and this here. guy could have a really good team
3: remember
2: back yeah. in 73 like just give me the name folks exactly
3: I don't, I don't want to hear Red Holzman, okay? Uh, no. That's, that's uh, ancient
2: that's history. That's old news.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> this guy's not even working anymore.
2: <laughs> no so. one gets the reference, okay? So. <laughs>
3: so. <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw out a name that kind of shocked me the first time I heard it. But that name is none other than Nick Nurse. Oak it out. Yeah, yeah. No, we're like, we're talking. Philadelphia, what a mess. The James Harden saga, yada yada yada.
2: They can't but win.
3: Can you imagine if this guy is able to come in there and actually whip this ragtag bunch of goofballs together <laughs> and, you know, navigate all that drama and uh, and and, and, and build a Looking winner like in a, Philadelphia? If if would, they if they, they like a regular and, Red Holtzman. Yeah, and I feel like people are kind of sleeping on Philly because of you know all their playoff disappointments year in and year out. But they still got the current reigning MVP on their team. Obviously, they got a great uh, young up and coming riser. Uh, you know, Tyrese. playing playing point guard um, Maxi, and uh, you know we'll see what happens with Harden. But uh, I almost feel like. They might be better off without him. Uh, I okay. know that's hard to say, since he led the league in assists okay. and is still, you know, an All-Star caliber player. But mm-hmm. if they, you know, if if they can uh, can can whatever, there's there's lots of things that could happen in Philadelphia. Obviously, it could not all go very badly, in which case, Mr. Nurse probably won't win. <laughs> nope. But no, he if, will, he would
2: not win if it went badly. Correct. Yeah,
3: but if things go well, um, yeah, Mr. Nurse could be in in uh, in.
2: It's you know, amazing, some, some
3: hard Some hard, hardware. hard
2: like that. Hardware I like those future. sources. Yeah. Wow. Now I... Wait, um, what'd you hear? Yeah. So uh sometimes you hear the news, and in our position, and we hate this, sometimes you make the news. Mm, yeah. And this is, again, it's not a position you want to be in. We don't
3: want to do in that. Our industry. But we don't want to be the
2: story. Mm-mm, we never.
3: chronicle. Do not aggregate this. We
2: recount but we do not in any way want to become the story. But unfortunately for me, this past week has been living a nightmare where I am the story. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes
1: and bleep bleep happens.
2: Yep. Exactly. And I hate it. <laughs> Literally and the worst thing. I call can my college journalism professors and they consoled me. Um, a lot of soul searching. I've been doing my best to yeah, I, I not understand fuel this been, fire. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, re- researching legal alternatives. Yeah, correct, correct. Um, and um, it's sad because on the pod, I said that the Atlanta Hawks would be a top four seed in the East. And, of mm-hmm. course, that got picked up by Zach Lowe, Whew, who... Did it ever. ...is a friend, and I wish he hadn't done this in the way that he did it. And then now, all of a sudden, he, it's... He handled it poorly. Yeah, you... It pretty hope poorly for, hope for more yep. you hope for better yeah a friend like and, that and and uh you know this was my take it was it was hotter than i thought it would be and frankly i got a little burned and now the nba world is can't stop talking about what i said yeah and from what i've been hearing from everybody i've been talking to it's going to be quinn snyder mm. and specifically people are jumping on board the brandon bandwagon this take was extremely hot my name is attached to it everywhere i see it yeah. and the hawks are going to be a top four seed in the east and you're going to get a quinn snyder coach of the year so wow well, yeah hope you're satisfied yeah you know i feel terrible um and i don't know what i'm going to do i don't know but uh i keep tweeting and to see what happens
3: yeah it's all you can do it's the perils of the yep, business. All we keep
2: reporting. Do. Keep Every time the camera turns to me, I cover my face with my notebook, just like I was taught by uh, Uncle Edward R. Murrow. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. But uh, yes. it's not about me, folks. It's about those lovable scamps on the floor.
1: Well, this is fun. We, we're hearing all sorts of names here. We have Whammy, Heard, Quinn Snyder. Yes, which I did. Of course, Zach Lowe. Um, Took the ball stole. and
2: ran. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and and Ben is hearing the name Nick Nurse, which is, I mean, a real fun choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, no surprise here, guys. My my anonymous insiders love what Coach Mark Degnalt is doing down in Oklahoma City with the Thunder. Okay. That team is wow. in the mix for the playoffs. Okay, many fifty five wins. Many anonymous GMs, scouts, agents, aAU, adjacent executives yep. feel that Coach Mark will be in the lead spot for Coach of the year. Mm. And it would be a delight. it would it would be something we would love to see um again, eighty two games in front of us. so things can still change here before the end of the season. But right now, my ins- uh, my insiders are indicating he is in the lead position. As far as, um, you know, the, the one third of the people that I spoke to. Right. So, um, really very fun to hear all the different names. Uh, and, uh, yeah, those are, those are, those are the straw poll results. I thought we'd do a quick lightning round before we go. Yep. Um,
3: are there, are we no. not doing, uh, executive of the year? Is that not,
1: uh, no, we don't need to do that. Okay. Um, I we didn't we we're not going to cover executive of the year in this iteration of the straw because a lot of mm. the people
2: we talk to are yeah. executives. That's sure yeah, the we, conflict of clear. interest is too but, much. Yeah, yeah, maybe we yeah. can we can
1: certainly include that in, in the next iteration of the poll. Sure, sure. Let's um let's cl- quickly talk about the listener league the Switch listener FM league listener roundup.
2: League. LOL so pull, listener pull up, our league.
1: Pull up those rosters and. Uh, Give me maybe one player on your roster, one or two players that you're really excited about, sort of a bellwether player, someone that you drafted, or you're like, man, this is just a a, a pure fun pick. You know, Whammy, who's someone that you're excited about that you drafted?
2: Well, there's so many players to be excited about. Chris, uh, Defensive Player of the Year, DeJounte Murray coming Mm. up here. Possible Mm. Defensive Player of the Year, Jaron Jackson Jr. First pick, Nikola Jokic. But uh, oh, you know so what so I would First
1: pick in the draft. Yes,
2: uh, very nicely done. And uh, a rookie of the year, Amen Thompson. Um, and, um, you know, who am I liking here? Uh, so I did mine basically according to Basketball Monsters ranks. And um, I really like the two things I'm going to be watching this year are can Brooke Lopez repeat as a second-round value, mm. which was a huge thing. Yep, you know, got him very late, but he was a second round value last year. And then Onyeka Okongwu was a top forty player for a lot of last year. Um, can he repeat that? You know, given um, the presence of Clint Capella, and that's he, about it. Did, did he accrue that value
1: playing alongside Capella, or was there a period of? The there was a
2: period where Capella was, or... Capella was gone. So
1: um, Okongwu was getting like the lion's share of the minutes. Yeah.
2: And I got to, I'd yeah. have to look it up, but he was like 40th ranked player. Do you know, is the plan
1: for them to, uh, have like, like be like a platoon at the center position or <clears throat> is the plan for them to play together? Like as a,
2: well, Chris, I'm glad you cast. asked. Um, Oneka Okongwu has been taking three to four threes a game in the preseason. Mama mia. And he's been hitting them. So um, who, the uh, Johnson fella will be at power forward, and Capella will start at center. But you're mm-hmm. looking at between the four and the five, o- Okongo is going to get you know 30 minutes a game. So great that could Very be fun if he starts Very, hitting threes. Yep. Mwah. But, the but then, Snyder. oh, you know what? I got to say Certainly. on behalf of our text thread friend Seth, the daily league. I mean, that's that's going to be a nightmare. I mean, I'm just not, yeah. He, yep. Like, I just had to say it. So there you go.
1: <clears throat> ben, talk to us about a player on your roster who you're excited about and uh, maybe give us a thought on your excitement to be in a daily league. This means <laughs> you're going to be working the waiver wire yeah. And yeah. adding and subtracting yeah. players. That's a, that's a nightmare mm. for Whammy and apparently for Seth.
2: Yeah, Anybody um, with anything to do. <laughs> right um i believe ben, i believe you quit basketball because of that but yeah it's actually
3: are. kind huh. of a, a funny hmm. story you could call it ironic i suppose that yeah, i, guess I so. did fantasy for what roughly 10 years and yes. for the final five or so of those years i became so completely obsessed and uh he, bec- he com- became a monster compulsive about yeah. it uh which uh you know did at least uh allow me to win 3 <laughs> fantasy league Amazing. championships in a row. Um but I would say that my whole life suffered slightly suffered. um yeah, from that. Suffered. Yeah. Um my mental health, my sleeping habits um not great, not great. Uh and okay, due to man. that I made the difficult but very correct decision to Retire uh, from yep. fantasy basketball yep. altogether. Uh, my final season, I think, was the twenty one twenty two uh, year. Was that the final one yep. win? I remember our, getting the email? Yep. Um, yeah, and I and I very blissfully sailed off into the sunset. Um, and I remember uh, vividly several nights last, last year lying in bed and thinking to myself, I don't have to pull up that NBA app and look at uh, statistics of random bench players who might be filling in for injured starters. Oh um, this is a dream. I can read a book or watch a movie or, you know, talk to my son. Make um, Make art yeah um it was a a feeling of of freedom and a lightness uh of being that uh just filled my soul with joy um and uh that's all gone now that is yep. uh, that's those days Long are done gone. say bye-bye it, bye.
2: it was good for that
3: one year bye-bye and now i'm back um see you later folks
1: I, with, our, with our with our beautiful listeners. Yeah,
3: Bye. thank thanks to thanks to this podcast and thanks to the um the support and enthusiasm of of our be beautiful you wonderful community that we are building that I'm so grateful for. Of course. Um I love our listeners. And so I'm really looking forward to this season. I think it's gonna be really fun. Um I've told Is there myself
1: a is there a player on your roster that you're fired up about?
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm fired up about a lot of these guys. Um, yeah. I went with kind of a fun... You know, I I tried not to... I was like, all right, I'm going to do fantasy again. All right, fine. But I am not going to take it too seriously. I did not spend the $60 to subscribe to Basketball Monster. Uh, you did...
2: Immediately text me after the draft and ask about
3: <laughs> yes. the Basketball Monster basketball To be monster clear.
2: Our, our, our and he picked up Brandon Clark. But anyway, go on.
3: Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm not <laughs> going to do a ton of research and prep for this. I'm just going to pick some fun players, uh, guys that I've always admired but hadn't ever had on my team in, in years past. So um, I grabbed uh, Tyrese Halliburton in the first round. He's going to be so fun. Mikhail Bridges is one of my uh, favorites. And then I got a, like a bunch of like, young guys. I got, uh, you know, Banchero and um, Keegan Murray, Jaden Ivey, the uh, uh, sixth man of the year front runner, um, Shadon Sharp, um, Sharp, Keegan Murray, a lot of, a lot of young second year guys that uh, have a lot of potential. I got the Jones boys, uh, Tyus and Trey um, running nice. my, my point guard duties. Uh, and then, of course, I drafted Jonathan Isaac in the second to last round um, because he's uh, it had to be done. You know. So I'm I'm pretty excited. Um, it should be a fun fun squad to watch. Um, I don't really know who who's like the most excited uh, that uh, that I am to watch. Uh, but it's going to be yeah. It's there's there's I'm gonna I don't know, I'm I'm gonna try not to um, not to be uh, a complete Conceived. maniac. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I will say I had, I was actually forced to have a very similar approach and experience because I got married th- Saturday and our draft is on Monday. So Ooh. I had,
3: by the way, no congratulations, Chris, officially. Thank congratulations. you. Congratulations. Yeah.
1: Like, I had no ability to prepare for this and I have. Uh, like the both of you always taken fantasy uh, basketball way too seriously and cared way too much about like preparing for the draft. Of course. And because I had this big thing in my life happening, it just simply was impossible. And I have to tell you, uh, and also like you, Ben, I've been removed from the game. Uh, I haven't played fantasy basketball in a couple of years. So this all meant that I had no ability to prepare. And it was, a blast! I had such a, I Actually, had a great experience going mm-hmm. into this completely blind, because my whole strategy, my whole approach was just, I'm just going to draft fun players, like the the fun pe- people. Fun like bunch. it's it's definitely not a winning strategy. Yeah, but it will be, be a strategy. Could be it will be a strategy for fun. So, yeah. these are the players that I drafted based purely on fun. Cade Cunningham, Josh Giddy, so fun. Um, Zion amazing Uh, austin austin reeves mitchell robinson ben simmons Mm. um i just i went purely after like who are the who are the like the crazy stat guys like the people that like you see their box scores and like this makes no sense they'll probably only play 20 games a year but when they do play it could be fucking eye-popping and um I have to say it was, yeah, it was it was really a lot of fun. I'm super excited to meet and engage with all the people in the league and we'll keep updating uh, our audience about how everything is going. I'll post a link to our league, which I'm gonna make public in the episode notes. So if anyone is listening and they're curious how, are, how, how things are going, you can uh, follow along with the Swish FM Plus Listener League. One or two lightning round questions before I let you guys go. So tonight we open with the Lakers and the Nuggets and the Suns and the Warriors. Should be a lot of fun. Mm. So I'm going to give you a couple over-unders. Whammy, let's start with you. Mm-hmm. Over-under, 44 combined points, blocks, steals, rebounds, assists for LeBron on opening night. 44.
2: over Combined points, rebounds, blocks, yeah, combined counting stats, yeah, over. Yep.
1: Yeah. Ben, over Over, under 45 points, rebounds, and assists for Jokic. Oh, got
3: to go over. Come on. Great. Triple-double machine.
1: Yep. Over under 10 Chris Paul assists. Way under. Mm. Ben, over under three three three-pointers made by Devin Booker.
3: Oh, Devin Booker! I'll go over on
1: that one. Whammy over under thirty-five minutes played by Anthony Davis.
2: Way over. Mm. Wow, seventy games, baby. Seventy-five. Think I think he's thought. playing? Yes. Is
1: he playing yes. forty? Is he playing forty minutes mm-hmm. on opening night? Yeah, oh yeah.
2: They're trying to Great. get. They're trying to get the win here.
1: Ben over under twenty-one points by austin reeves
3: oh
2: that's great i'm gonna go over
3: for you chris for you yeah let's go
1: whammy over under 25 points for bradley beal um under great yeah all right guys till next time thanks for listening to swish fm enjoy the hoops ben whammy yep Enjoy opening night. We'll see you on the other side. just to right. say,
2: LOL, we love our listeners. Love our listeners, LOL. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we mean <laughs> when we say it. We're
3: LOLing <laughs> all day over here. Yep. All right. Later, guys. All, all right. right this has been good.
1: You can
0: listen to Switch FM. <laughs>